the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to it. Thursday night edition of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Hello, Satsy. Hey, Woogie. Hey, um, big, big game, massive oh, game, Broncos huge storm. Game. I don't yeah. know who to go. I haven't put my tips in yet. Well, you know, if you if you go with the historians and the s- statistics, they'll say Melbourne every day of the week at Melbourne, but uh, and Brisbane haven't beaten Melbourne over the history very very much at all. But I oh, know this Brisbane team looks settled. Well, when you look at history, look at uh, South's what they did to Melbourne last week. Yeah, they had the worst record in the NRL against the Storm. The Storm love playing. At Suncorp Stadium, mm-hmm. almost unbeatable there, and South went out and absolutely fogged them. So, yep. I think you know it's a different year. I think I think the Storm might be on a bit of a slide, might just a bit, not much. And the Broncos, as you said, pretty much improved team. They and just look so settled, the Bronx. I think Payne Haas will take on that whole pack himself, mm. and and kill them. I think that's what's <laughs> going to happen tonight. <laughs> Well, I don't. I, really well, I hope not. Yeah, I yeah. hope not. Uh, Brent Tate, Moraine's great, good friend of yours as well, richest man in Brisbane, uh, joins us for Origins of Larrikin. Well, you and the Rat for Origins of Larrikin. Chris Nelson, Racing Queensland's got an update for us. He also reveals his most hated New South Wales player that he always wanted to crack when he played against him. He wouldn't be able to crack anyone. He hits, he hits Greg Bird in this fight. Does he? Oh, it's embarrassing. And then did he run? It's embarrassing. Was it a slap? Greg Bird's on the ground with he, on his back <laughs> facing the sky. He's pancaked by about four players on top of him. Yep. Tatey comes over the top and just punches him straight in the forehead. Oh, it is, honestly. That's a bit rough. It's so bad. That's 10 in the bin. Yeah. Uh, we'll also preview tonight's Broncos storm clash. Thanks to Reem. Wayne Bennett has knocked back Sam Walker joining the club after a third-party associate rang the Dolphins to gauge any in- interest. Would that third-party, you think, surname be Walker? <laughs> uh, perhaps, but uh, they, they're, they're doing all right in the halves, the Broncos. They don't need Sam Walker there. And if this is true, uh, sorry, the Dolphins are going, well, thanks for yelling out in the background, Daddy Vass. Uh, but it, the Dolphins are fine in the halves. Well, they are now that they've they've kicked off the season really well. I've got to remember the Dolphins, they've lost their halves pairing, their original halves pairing. They've lost their captain for a number of weeks over the first 10 weeks. They've had senior players that have been out suspended or injured. They had have they've had everything against them at the start of the year, mm. and they just keep turning up, and that's that's what the the lure of of Wayne Bennett does. Um, with Sam Walker, I, I don't think Wayne would appreciate people ringing him to more or less not tell him that we've got this player available or advise him that the player's available. I think Wayne likes to come up with the idea himself. Yeah, Does that right. makes sense. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so. Uh, he's happy at the moment. He's put a lot of faith in the in the current playing group that he that he has um, developed and well, Cody and recruited. Yeah, well, they've been Katara been amazing. They've been going well. They're going they're going, and Jeremy Marshall King out of dummy half. They've been going well. How good's he been? He's always been a good player. He's always even when he was at the board. But I've never noticed him as much. Yeah, really good player. I, I, I knew, you know, as I said earlier on, I was I wasn't really really that excited about a lot of their their signings at the Dolphins. You did publicly bag them. Yep. Yeah, so. Um, but I always knew Jeremy Marshall King was going to be one of their, their better signings because he's just such. You a never good said that though, by the way. I just want to say you never said that. You said it's the worst. No, no, bit I actually did say, I've seen in the history of rugby league. I, now I did say that, but no one, you didn't highlight the the positive. 
the, they focused on the negative. The, well, I think the club focused on that negative as well, yeah, Sats. True. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but in relation to, to Sam Walker, yes. I mean, he's under contract to the Roosters. Unless the Roosters don't want him and, and, and want to shop him somewhere else, he should be there. He should stay there. They're the ones that showed faith in him first. They're the ones that tried to develop him and turned him into a first grader. They're the ones, the club he was at when he got rookie of the year two years ago. Everything's going to be all right. He's 20 years of age. Sounds like, though, he's got the poos with the club, though. If if people are making calls on his behalf, he's not happy, and he obviously checking out options. Well, you know, players aren't happy when they play reserve grade, when they've been a week-in, week-out first-grade player. It hurts. It does. Nah, it's this new age. But that's what it's I'm saying. It's the new age, it's, mate. It's these it, young kids, the young players of today want to get somewhere quicker. Did you ever get dropped to reserve grade sacks? Oh, up until 1990. Sort of end of 1996, I was in and out of first grade okay. all the time. And when you got dropped back to reserve grade back then? What Filthy. Did, but what did you do? Yeah, just you just trained hard and you tried to play well enough in reserve grade to to make sure, one, that your reserve grade team wins and that you're a major part of that. And then and whether you like it or not, you hope your first grade side struggles. That's just the, that's the fact of it all. It's, you hope your first grade team struggles. You hope the guy in your position may get injured or suspended and you're playing well enough to be put up there. And anyone who says that they don't think that while they're playing second grade is lying. I think Sam Walker needs to take some of that advice, work doubly hard, put in the extra and he would hours. Be. He would be. He, he'd, okay. be. he'd be working really hard. Well, be patient. Be training hard. It's, it's just unfortunate now that, that young players really aren't that composed and patient yeah. when it comes to Plus they've got the managers career. in their ears all the time feeding them BS. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Radio, uh, when we come back, Brent Tate, your good mate, the Tate of Origin himself, uh, joining us for Origin of Larrikins or State of Larrikins. What are we calling it? State of Larrikins. St- Origin of Larrikins it's got on here. Is it? It's the or- Origin of Larrikins. Yeah. Larrikins of Origin. That's what it should be. Yeah. We should change it. Okay. It's now we're Larrikins. Three, we're three weeks in, but we'll change it. <laughs> you know what we should do after the first Origin? What? The, uh, the well, well, I came up with it before. I, can't, I forgot what the it is. The grubbiest origin players. The grubs of origin. Mm. What do you reckon? And yeah. then we do the. I don't like using the word grub. Okay, we'll change it. Tough. No. Pain in the ass of origin? Pain and, in the ass has got nothing to do with it. And then the last one is the hottest of origin. What? So the best looking blokes to oh, play origin. So Cam Murray. Right, Andrew Eddingshausen, and who? And I was trying to think of a good-looking Queensland one. I can't even think. The only one I can come up with is Alfie. <laughs> He's about the best-looking Queen. Mate, name me one good-looking Queensland Origin player. You can't. Dane Carlaw. Oh please, face like a busted. <laughs> this is this is Sports Day. Thanks to Care. Back in a mo. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Shabowski goes over to Thurston who gets around O'Donnell. He goes out for Brent Tate. Tate goes for the panel. Menzies after him. Won't get him. Tate will score. He'll bring it around. He'll make it a certain six-pointer. Brent Tate. Brendan Trey. They're coming back. Game three in Melbourne, 2006, before, of course, the, the famous Darren Lockyer tried to, mm. to, to, uh, to take that series. And then that run of so many years of, of Queensland domination, that man, Brent Winton-Tate, 
was the try scorer that oh, day. Jonathan Thurston just put it on a platter for him. Mate, I will tell you, I used to, watching Origin back in the day, this bloke, I used to call him the, the, the great Queensland meter eater. I would have loved to have seen his meter stats mm. of games. Just amazing. I would have loved to see the, the meter stats on the adrenaline and aggression that goes through this man's body. <laughs> Brent Witten Tate. Tate of Origin, they call him. And he joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Tatey? Oh, I'm good, mate. I'm good. It's uh, still makes me smile when I hear that, mate. About that night in Melbourne when Lockie scored that try, it was such a, um, mate. Still, yeah, I'm, I'm smiling now just hearing it and reliving it. There, it's bloody awesome. Because you always tell me that I know Lockie gets the the accolades for scoring that try, but you always say to me, if it wasn't for my try, we wouldn't have been in that position. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do say that to you, and that's probably not for public airing, such, but that's okay, um, mate. Let's be honest, he wouldn't have been infamous. Well, that try for didn't run 70, 80 metres and exactly. score for him. But anyway, we'll, exactly. we'll let it go. 23 games for the Maroons <laughs> uh, between 2002, 2014. And we've started off this state of larrikins. We've had a lot of our, our listeners giving their uh, their opinions of the great larrikins. And we're doing the halves and five-eighths. Now, because we're talking to you, you don't have to focus on halves and five-eighths. But when, when we talk about larrikins in origin, especially in camp, some of their best work off the field... Who comes to mind? Mate, one of the ones that comes to mind the most is um, Justin Hodges. Um, Hodjo, like, for a guy that had as much talent and ability he has, um, mate, he didn't work that hard off the field, Hodjo. Um, i never seen him ever do a squat in the gym my whole career. <laughs> um, mate, in some origin camps, we, we'd, we'd stay up at Coolum. Um, and you'd have like a, you'd have sort of a shared sort of apartment. We'd have sort of a room, and obviously you'd have like a kitchenette and lounge room. And mate, I'd come out some mornings, and I've you know I always played the game like the ultimate professional, bed early, you know, get up early. I'd come out, um, and GI'd obviously visited the night before. There'd be V's on the table. There'd be an ashtray full of cigarette butts, <laughs> and that's that's what those two did. They'd sit out there on the deck. In their in their white robes, I remember one night I walked in and I could just I could see the, all the lights were off and I could just see two lights in the out back on the deck and it was Gi and Hodjo having smokes and I walked out there and they're in their in the fluffy white robes smoking ciggies and I'm thinking, mate, like it was just like two Hugh Hefners sitting down having a smoke. <laughs> Classic, just mate. incredible. So, mate, like that, that, some of the guys, like I just, I used to just shake my head and in bewilderment at how great Hodge was with the preparation that he used to put in the footy. It was amazing. <laughs> Classic, mate. I, I look back over the years, Tady, you know, and I look at you know the larrikins of of origin, you know, Queensland and New South Wales, and, and I just feel like it's just heavily tipped towards Queensland in terms of the amount of larrikins that they've had in the team. Do you reckon that? Is something that's helped the team. Do you reckon it relaxes the team? And and, and I guess obviously you prepared very different to you know the larrikin that was Hodjo. But do you reckon it just sort of brings a little bit of calmness across the team that you know these guys are just so comfortable they can behave like this and then go out and play on that stage? I, I think it does, mate. I think it plays a huge part in you know for the guys that are a bit more serious about footy, you get in the camp and you you're watching how these guys are. I'm not going to say flippant because when they get on the field, they're the most ultra competitive blokes you'll ever ever meet. You know, and I'm talking about guys like Alfie and Kevy and you know Hodjo and even Cam Munster. You know, yeah. in this day and age, where mate, they 
they don't take life and things so seriously. But, you know, once they cross the strike, mate, then it's a completely different kettle of fish. But, mate, I, I used to enjoy being around those guys and um, watching the way they prepared because, you know, it is such a heavy and intense environment for 10 days. And then you've got, you know, lunatics like that who are just, you know, taking it for what it is day by day. Um, mate, it certainly lightens the load. And yeah, that's why guys like Alfie are still involved in the camps because, mate, they are fun and, in an environment that's really high tense, you, you need you need that to break it up. I think. Now, in the back of halves and five eights tonight, Tady, I'm going to bring up a name for you that a lot of the listeners may not know who he is. Same last name, but different personality. We see this Darren Lockyer, who's composed and professional, one of the greats of the game. But then you got Daryl Lockyer, and a lot of people say there's no Daryl Lockyer that played <laughs> is that his brother. But tell us who Daryl Lockyer is. <laughs> Mate, Daryl Lockie is one of the funnest blokes you'd ever come across. An absolute lunatic. So it's Lockie's alter ego once right. he gets on the sip. And, um, mate, he is a lunatic. Like, you talk about lunatics, when, when Darryl, or Darren flicks the switch and turns into Daryl, mate, it's um, no one's safe, mate. I can tell you, he is proper lunatic. I remember once in New Zealand, actually, got the fire hydrant in the... Um, in the hallway and just up to everyone. We're walking, coming home from a night out, and he's got the fire hydrant out in the hotel, just up everyone, mate. He's, yeah, he's a lunatic, mate. A proper A-grade lunatic, Daryl. What about uh, when you talk about former players but they be, then became managers? Origin had some great larrikins as managers, didn't they, Tati? Of course, Choppy Close oh. and Steve Boxhead Walters. Yeah, two of the greats, mate. Um, Choppy was good fun, eh? Like, he was just, again, you talk about blokes lighting up the... The, the mood and origin choppy certainly did that and um my boxy wallers is probably one of the funniest guys i've ever come across um you know just a quick wit it's funny when you talk about those bikes the larrikins mate they're the ones that care the most and are the most sensitive too about stuff like um you know box used to get real emotional about how we played and you know how we prepared and if we lost or we won really affected him but mate you know biggest lunatic going around and you know really quick wit and would lighten the mood in, in, in a one-liner so um, mate, Queensland's had some great, great, like you said, Brat, um, people around the camp, like those larrikins that have just, mate, they, they become folklore. And you, you talk about them all the time. I still talk about Choppy and, you know, Lockie and those blokes and, and what they used to get up to. It's just good fun. Yeah, mate, it is. I agree. Now, uh, Tady, when you played Origin, was there one player, when you looked across the team list against New South Wales, through your, you know, 20-odd games, 23 games of Origin, was there one play you just always wanted to crack? I just want to crack that guy, you'd say to yourself. Oh, yeah. Who was it? Yeah, oh, Gal and Birdie for sure. <laughs> Mate, I, 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 I genuinely hated those two when I played Origin. Like, oh. I remember tackling Birdie saying, oh, I effing hate your guts. Like, and I meant every word. And, but off the field, mate, like, I'd really enjoyed their company. But you, you hated them because, one, they were aggressive and grubby. Um, but two, you know, if they, you know, they always did the job for New South Wales too. You know, they, you know, you look back over their origin careers, and there's not too many games where they would have played bad. So, um, but man, I hate him, especially Birdie, mate. He was so grubby. Far out, he was a grub. Mate, I uh, play golf with Birdie, if not once a while. I'm playing golf with him tomorrow morning, and I just love just riling him up, just twisting, wouldn't take just much. twisting the knife about New South Wales and how yeah. they always lost when he was there. Oh, geez, he hates it. He hates it. <laughs> Hey, now, oh, I love that. That's brilliant. Now, before we let you go, uh, Jamie Lee Price, your niece, who is also part of the Australian Diamonds netball team, 
Um, we're interviewing her next week. And you're telling me that she loves a DIY, doesn't she? But she struggles a bit with it. Oh, mate, funny, yeah. She loves, like, all, you know, following the three beds, Renault school and all this sort of stuff. She loves renovating and doing furniture anyway. She sent us this, um, she, she re- like, a DIY to an old coffee table, mate. It's so bad. <laughs> so bad. And I have the heart to tell her. I was like, oh, Jay, mate, that looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So bad. Oh. Awful DIY. Poor old Jamo. But anyway, I, I told her it looked good, but mate, it was it was crap. It was oh. absolutely crap. <laughs> oh, I hope she goes better. Yeah. I hope, I hope she'll go better in the World Cup yeah, in Cape Town in July. Uh, Brent Witten Tate, it's always great to have a chat to you. You're always a good laugh. And thanks for catching us up, uh, catching up with us on Sports Day. Thanks, lads. Have a good one. See ya. Good on you, Tatey. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. Sats and Jason here tonight. Uh, we're counting down to the kickoff. SCN League, of course. You've got the Storm and the Bronco, Broncos doing battle at Amy Park. I thought of one bloke who might be a good-looking enough ba- Queensland. Badge? No, not Badge. Badge is a good-looking guy. I'd say Tatey. Tatey wasn't Oh, bad. please. He had a long like a drop pie. He's got a long, skinny neck. But He's got a long, skinny head. He's got a massive chin. An ironing board at the back of his Huge neck. forehead. <laughs> He's pasty, he's pale, he's skinny. He's a ranger. Well, they used to call him, you know, Matty Scott, the mm. great front row. Mm. Good-looking front row, Matty Scott. He used, to, he used to call him Barley Dog. <laughs> you know, the dogs run around Barley, yeah, you yeah. can see their ribs. Yeah, like, yeah Barley Dog, you call him. What about Cooper Cronk? Good-looking guy. There we go, we've got one. Very bent nose. Yeah, see, not Good perfect. Good-looking guy. Like you look at Cam Murray. Carmichael Hunt. No. Like I said, that No, I don't No, Okay. You look at Cam Murray, that's a picture of perfection. Yeah. You look at E.T. Yeah. He, he, he looks like Cam Murray's father. Does that therein lie the reason why New South Wales don't win as many series? Let's have a look. Because they're just at... too good looking. Oh, please. Mm. Let's have a look at tonight's round 11 clash between the Broncos and the Storm. Thanks, Doreen. You'd bash a Queenslander and their face would have blood pouring out. They, they look better mm. when it's swollen. Yeah. Ream, manufacturing in Australia for over 80 years. Uh, Melbourne have the wood over the Broncos. You did mention they this. They do. Out of 52 games since 98, Melbourne have won 38. Brisbane only 13. That stat, I believe, is... Crapstack. Because, again, we saw what the Rabbitohs did last week and they've got the worst um, record against them. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I've got to say, around the Melbourne Storm, they have been ruthless at times this year. They've... They've really put the sword to the opposition and have looked like they've they've had wins that are comfortable. But in saying that, there just hasn't been consistency this year. And you get that when you don't have your key players in there each and every week. Uh, Munster's playing great. Quite, they were all quiet last week. Papenhaus is not back yet. Uh, he's got, doing a great job, Nick Meaney. Uh, Jerome Hughes has come back. He's a couple of weeks back now. Harry Grant's been there, so this and Nelson Asafa Salamana's back. Now they're all starting. He should be come off the bench. Well, now they're getting their their real core group back. They should start to be uh, looking a little bit more streamlined, a lot more rhythm in their games. So. But they were near full strength last week, I mean, apart from Pappy yeah, they were. And that. But they, they've sort of 
they've they've drip fed players back into the side from injury sure. or suspension. So, you know, it takes a couple of weeks to really get going. And um, and I, with the Brisbane Broncos, as I said earlier on, they just look really settled at the moment. They they're composed in everything they do. Their young players are not making silly decisions. Reese Walsh has added that spark to them that they needed. So, at the moment, when you look at both sides, the Brisbane Bro- Broncos are a far better. Take the take the the uh, leaderboard, the NRL yeah. ladder out of it. Just by sh- sh- uh, purely the way they're playing, they're in a better position. The Brisbane Broncos with the style they're playing at the moment. But last week they beat Manly, and Manly mm. aren't much chop, mate. They're, 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 no, they're not, they're, and they were defensively poor. And last the, week, Manly. And one of the games, you know, the Broncos have had a really good draw. I mean, this is the first week they've really sort of had to drop, have to travel away. One of the times in the first 11 rounds. That they've had they've been to Darwin and now yeah. Melbourne, yeah. But, you know, last week, Manly, uh, the week before was their real true test against a, a top-ranked team in the, the Bunnies in round nine. They absolutely got lapped. Minus Payne Haas. They played, Pan- they played Panthers in Sydney. Um Sorry, they played uh, Parramatta. They beat Parramatta and Darwin, um, who are classes regularly yep. a top four yep. side, yep. top five side. So you start looking at who they faced in the in the first half of the season, first bit of the season. Titans, they they beat convincingly. Yeah, this is a real test. This is the true test. When you go down to Melbourne, you've got to play a team that's used to playing these marquee games, these blue ribbon games. Mm. This is a test for for the Broncos. Will we judge them differently if they get beaten tonight? We'll only judge them differently on how they get beaten. Mm. If they get beaten quite com- comprehensively, we'll be thinking, oh, I don't know, is, is have they s- sucked as much energy as possible out of the first ten rounds? And but um, I just think at the moment they look really, really settled. Brisbane, Brisbane, yeah. Uh, they win by how much? I think Brisbane win by two points. Close game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a ripper. That's tonight, eight o'clock kickoff. Here the action on SEN League. That's Sats' preview. Hot water needs replacing. Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. News update on the way with thanks to Polaris here on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to a time for a uh, sports update for Polaris, Australia's number one selling Side-by-side brand. By the way, mm. I heard some goss today that we should see the – this is not rugby league related. Yeah. Uh, but we should get a a draw for our cricket summer, international cricket summer coming up. So we're playing um, the West Indies in Adelaide. I know that, aren't we? Yeah, and mm. I reckon it's going it, to – it'll January. probably out next week. So Brisbane will get a day-night test for the first time. Okay. And it'll be against the Windies. So it could be the shortest test – in test history, playing the Windies on the Gabba at night. I reckon the Aussies will do it within two days. How good is that? A day night or the Gabba? Perfect place for it, right? Yeah. Perfect place. It's mm. hot. That ball will be swinging. <laughs> what would it be? Like Fred Astaire at a disco. How's yeah. that? Kids, mm. look up Fred Astaire. Uh, war between Rugby Australia and the Roosters is heating up with the Roosters coach Trent Robinson playing, uh, replying to Hamish McLennan's claim that Robbo should join rugby and the roosters are toxic. Doing that for certain reasons, you know, I can imagine that rugby people aren't excited about the way that that's been handled either, you know. Usually there's a bit more class in, in the discussions and all of that. So I, I don't really want to get into it, you know. That's, um, 
I've got my job to do here. I'm not focused on constant. You know, I've already discussed that a couple of times, like the different conversations, and uh, I don't want to. I don't have any interest in in continuing to discuss it. To be honest, I, I tell you one thing I'm excited about, and is that they're now going after instead of um, instead of Cam Murray, mm-hmm. they're going uh, Angus Crichton. Angus Crichton. Payne Haas. Can I say? Hamish McLennan, and well handled there also, Trent Robinson. Yes. I don't know why we keep giving this guy air. He's a clown. He's not a clown. Well. He's, he's a disruptor, mate, and the game of rugby is trying to disrupt rugby league. Well, he's trying to – he continues to embarrass himself in How? his role because what he's doing is is that he is focusing on another code and management 101 among another, among any a, a lot of different areas of, of management is – is ensuring that your backyard is comfortable, is happy, um, has got a great work ethic, whatever it may be. The more he focuses on league and how he's going to keep going after coaches and players in rugby league, the message, the more the message sent to his current playing group, current coaches who want to try and continue to, to grow in the game, is that you don't have any faith in us whatsoever. I, I don't see that at all. I, I reckon he's doing this with the blessing of the head coach of Australian rugby because this is what he does. The head coach doesn't tell the, the boss of rugby what to do. You don't, you don't think that he would have any say? They wouldn't have had a, a strategic meeting, go, go, go nuts. These are the players I want. Go and ruffle some feathers. There's a different way to do it. Yeah, but no, they're trying to disrupt. Well, he, to me, he looks like a guy that shows no security in his code. I don't know how and you a, see that. Really? No, nah, you've got you've got blinkers on, mate. You're wearing rose petal glasses. He, mate, him and Eddie Jones mm-hmm. are coming out, making noise, going, "We're coming after the biggest names in rugby league that we think will suit rugby union," and they're having a crack and they're making it public. And maybe and you can do that, but the way he's going about it, oh, is how poor. else do you want him to do it then? How else do you want him to get publicity for his game? So he's saying things like the Roosters are. Poorly treating Joseph Suwili, based on what evidence? Well, what, evi- what evidence have you got to suggest they're not? Well, he's playing first grade in a key position because they he, need him when he should be playing when he could what, be well, when he could be the, playing second grade well, because he signed with another code. So the stories going around that you reported on on Monday mm-hmm. that the Roosters are going to let him go early—that's not true now. Or does that just suit your narrative now? What, that I reported? Well, you guys were reporting it on Sports Day on Monday night. We, that, didn't, we didn't report it. We we followed on from a story. Well, yeah, that, but, but, but that's, that he may be, so that's we, not true. Then we did report that, that Nick Politis has said he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. So why would you Just report it? But, but, but I'm telling you now, they may have offered him the opportunity. They may have said to him, go, go now. Yeah, but this is not about the Roosters. This is about Hamish McLennan. Well, no, but he's, make, he's saying, he's saying that, He's saying that they've treated Suli bad, badly, yeah. and he's come out and, and defended and, and defended his big signing. And comment also along the lines of they must have something on their salary cap. Like, oh, come on, mate. Who doesn't say that about the Roosters? And, and do you think Volandis doesn't have a pot shot at Rugby Union? I mean, he does the same thing. That's a tongue-in-cheek comment. Yeah, but we're not, we're not going and trying to, 
steal rugby union players. I know, but guess what? We're talking about rugby union, and he's he's nailing it, mate. He's he's agitating people like you. He's agitating rugby league. I think it's brilliant. But, I, think, I think. But what it in, what it does do it? It turns me against the game. No, it won't. When no, the World Cup, you can't tell me what I think. Okay, so I'm the, saying I turn myself against the game. So when the World Cup's on this year, you're not gonna you're not gonna be involved. You're not gonna support the Wallabies and watch the All Blacks. Depends not. what mood I'm in at the time. Oh come on! If I'm off, if I'm off the sport, I won't watch it. Correct I'm, me if I'm right. I'm telling you, I won't watch it. I won't watch any of the World Cup. I guarantee you that. Okay, right. Okay, if the World we, Cup was on next week, yeah, I would show very little interest in it based on his comments. But it's on later in the year. I'm saying if my frame of mind that I'm in now is on next week, I would think very poorly of the boss of rugby who... Hamish, keep doing it. The game becomes guilty by association. We blame them for the game being too boring, mm. and then we have a crack at them when it's too exciting. That's got nothing to do with what's it going on matter. the field. It doesn't matter. We're talking about it. Yeah, because that's our job. Bingo. Yeah. He's won. No, he hasn't. Yeah, because we're talking about the game. Of how much of a clown he is. I'm not saying that. You are. <laughs> you are because you protect the game of rugby league at all costs. Absolutely. You and Volandis can go and walk off into the sunset hand in hand. Rugby's coming to get you. Do you know you can play rugby and you can travel anywhere around the world? <laughs> <laughs> Polaris and financial year deals. All right, now get up to $3,000 free accessories on Polaris Rangers. Nelson joins us next. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. It uh, certainly is. And, of course, it's a, a massive time of the year for Racing Queensland. What are you really gambling with? Uh, we've got uh, Nelson Sats on the line. Now, we've got to keep it brief. We're being tired by Daddy Vass. Mm. Mm. So no, no foolery. Why is he so nervous tonight, Daddy Vass? The Broncos are playing. Oh, of course. He's wearing an old Powers jersey. You wouldn't know those, would you, Nelson? Because you obviously moved up to Queensland from Victoria. Yes, but uh, I tell you what, I don't mind the old Powers. I've had a couple of schooners of Powers around the place since it's come back into play. Back and in. it's not bad. Yeah, it's back in. A free carton yeah, on the way expect- to Chris Nelson. <laughs> 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 all right, mate. Don't listen, mind it at all. We've got to be quick, right? We've been told. All right. Uh, what's okay, on this here weekend? we go. Well, we have uh, a big beating, of course, at uh, Doombin on Saturday. It's the Doombin 10,000, the first Group 1 of the Winter Carnival. We're looking forward to that. And we have a pretty short-priced favourite in Giga Kick, who I must say, guys, looks an absolute moral as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, barring incidents and accidents and anything like that, uh, I can't see how they're going to beat Giga Kick. So what, will Giga, good... what will Giga Kick, uh, by the time it jumps, what will be pain, do you think? Chris-o? Probably about a dollar eighty, dollar wow. eighty-five. So there's no there's no big odds. I mean, no genius to find it. But I think the way to go, Sats, is go with race seven, number one, Kovalika. Now this is the rough habit plate, one of the lead ups to the uh, the Derby. I think half the uh, are you at the Air airport? Is going past. I was going to say I think half the Air Force <laughs> is going past my house at the moment. This is uh, oh, that's not usual. I don't know what's on, going on out there. You're on the cliff face on the hill there at uh, Coolum, so maybe they're <laughs> flying over the beach. I don't know. It's, uh, it's How high is his house in the mountains yeah. that you can actually hear planes? You can yeah. touch planes. <laughs> I'm actually at sea level. He's actually at Pablo Escobar. <laughs> yeah, anyway, continue. <laughs> All right, race seven is the rough habit plate, and I think uh, Kovalik is a good thing as well. So what you've got to do there with those two good things that are at short prices yep. is put them in a multi, and you'll get about $3.50, $3.60, and it should be the probably the best multi going around for some time, I would say, guys. Yeah, nice. Anything else? 
outside of those two? Well, can I ask if uh, my boom horses yeah. are running, mate? There is a boom horse running, isn't there? Well, there's a boom race. Oh, it is too. Boom That's what Classic, it is. Race five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there a boom um, horse no. in the boom race? Good <laughs> to see you did your research. Going around. I'll just have a look at that race. Uh, absolutely none. Right. No, thanks. So when you not. type when you type in your search bar. Boom. I, just, I don't want to see what yeah. else comes up in the your next history. word is boom. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. It'll be a horse and nothing else. Um, whoa, any whoa, any whoa. other tips for the weekend? Uh, look, race, <laughs> race nine, number five, Halfest. Uh, one of James Cummings. I've got a sneaking suspicion they're up to something with this mare. I liked her trial. She's only lightly raced and she's been uh, nominated for but not accepted for. A couple of races over the last couple of weeks. I've been watching out for her, and she arrives in that last race, race nine, number five. So have something each way at about $7, Sats. Race nice. Nine, number five, Hellfest. Rightio, mate. We've got to let you go. We're getting the wind-up from Daddy Vass here. Okay. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. What are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Nelso. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Let's get into this. On Sports Day. No, this. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day. Hang on, it's only Thursday. <laughs> what am I talking about? Sausage fingers. Now, listen, this is, Daddy Vass came to me. with breaking news this afternoon. And again, he's just trying to, he's trying to heap on Anthony Griffin as well. You right there, mate? You okay? Why is he picking on Anthony Griffin for? Oh, because the Dragons been told by a Gold Coast hotel to move on after Hook and the club decided it was a good idea to have a drink in the hotel's common area without informing any hotel staff. Now, I How know, is that a news story? I know the hotel that they're at. Yep. And I have today... Is it the Pink Panther? I have today spoken to a uh, person that works at that hotel. Yes. Who said that they were sitting around having a good time uh, they weren't being loud. They were being very respectful to everyone else. People were coming in with their baggage. They were, you know, they weren't getting in their way. And then, as an organisation, as a, as a hotel, we said, "Hey guys, do you yep. mind if you can move into another area?" It's yep. just getting a little bit crowded, and they just moved on nicely. Mm-hmm. So when you read this, you go, "Oh, they're hanging from the chandeliers," and they were. Who being... couldn't organise a bloody yeah. a chook raffle? That's I what I got told by Daddy Vaz. Yeah, it was all about hook. Yeah, but you know what? They've done nothing wrong, and it's a good idea to get everyone together. You know staff what I love about and it? Players and just have a drink together and and do it yes. all. Yes, not go to a licensed venue and not have an opportunity where four go over yep. that way and ten go over that way. Yep. Let's just have a a nice quiet drink to ourselves and have a laugh. And I love it. I mm. love it. It's it's great and and it, it means there is some you know there is some well Jack Bird's unison. come out today how good was that well he, you know he, he said it wrong he probably wishes he had his time again yesterday yep. when he he bagged the fans they've never played the game they don't know anything about it uh, which is untrue we know that but he's come out today and he's owned he said you know what I'm going to take my foot out of my mouth the only reason I'm upset is because because Hook's not only a coach of mine he's a mate of mine mm-hmm. he looked you know he looks after us as a coach so. I like that a player has got on his soapbox and said, you know what, I'm here for the coach. And if you're going to send him on, on his way, I just want to let you know that there are players here that actually admire this guy. So well done, Jack Bird. But what this does prove is that 
is that everyone's willing still to be in the same room together. Now, Absolutely. When they put, now, who put that's ridiculous on the run sheet? That, you know who that was. Is that Daddy Bass? So he's saying uh, what's, uh, where they went wrong was the organisation after being told by the players they couldn't drink in the common area. Plan B for all the players to go to Ben Hunt's room and all the staff to Hook's room. Daddy Vass, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know what he wanted them to do? What? He wanted. He said, "Why can't they go to the beach and have a barbecue and a few beers?" Because last time they had barbecue, gay. Yeah, that's right. They're all suspended. But not only that, could you imagine this certain journo in Sydney who's just got it in for Hawk? Mm. Let's say they were talking in different groups. The headline would be: "See, there is fractions at the players dragon. skinny dipping in surf yeah. while attending barbecue." That's right. Mm. Like players hanging around a park, mm. you know, with children nearby. Like it'd be something like that. And they didn't have blue cards. <laughs> That that would be the headline. I love Jack Bird. I, yeah, I, I I get what you're saying about, but that was raw emotion. Again, we ask our players to not give us answers from the the hymn book, right? He yep. he was visibly emotional. He is passionate about the club. He's a passionate man about winning. He's passionate about his coach, and yeah, he did he did do it wrong. But don't hang the bloke out to dry because I actually like that. I like yeah. the fact he was honest and raw. Yeah. It's good to see. Yeah. All right. We've got to go. This has been Sports and Day. Sometimes, sometimes, Jack, the fans actually do know more than the players. They watch more footy than the players. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but he would, he's taken that back, Yeah, right? I know. Why, why lay the boot in on the way out? Why would, why would you do that? Because the fans are a big part of the game. He's apologised, Sats. I know. What I'm else saying, do you want? I'm saying well done, Jack. But just remember the fans play a big this role in This is what Hamish career. McLennan is all on about. <laughs> He's not chasing you, I can tell you that much. Listen, <laughs> got to go. Big game tonight. The Storm and the Broncos should be a ripper. Catch you, it on SCN League. Who did you say was going to win? You didn't say. I'm going to say the Storm. I think the Storm will bounce back. Yep. I really – I just – does a Storm team put in that sort of effort two weeks in a row? Uh, maybe not. No. Maybe not. Do you want to have another crack at Jack Bird before we go? Skinny legs. Do some squats. <laughs> We're going. Uh, Sats and the Rat back Monday night. Have a good one. Cheers. Good day.